Well, hello again, and welcome to another episode of the Hyperion Adventures podcast. I'm Tom. As always, I'm here with my merry, beautiful elf of a wife, Michelle. <laughs> hello. So good to have you with us on our Christmas show. Happy holidays, everybody. Woo! Merry Christmas. Happy holidays, everybody out there. We're recording this episode a day earlier than we normally do because of Christmas. We're getting ready to head out of town. So we're recording this episode on Saturday, December 22nd, 2018. And we're so excited to celebrate the holiday season. Yeah, and we have some holiday things that we're going to be sharing today. And so we're in the festive mood. Festive, very festive. Yes. We only had some jingle bells going right now. I'd be very festive. I hear them in my head. I know you do. I know you do. <laughs> anyway, we appreciate that you found us today. In the future, you can find us on 1057max.com under the Max Plus tab, as well as on the Max FM app. You can also find us, and better yet, subscribe to us. So if we do record a day early, a day late, whatever, you'll know right when our new episode comes out. And you can subscribe to us on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher. And we love all our listeners. So thanks so much for those of you, as Tom said, who are subscribing to us. And, you know, please uh, get the word out there. Share with your friends. Yeah, just tell a friend. Say, hey, you know, this is a pretty cool podcast. I kind of like to listen to these guys. Uh, maybe they're planning a trip out to Disney Walt Disney World or planning a trip to the Disneyland Resort, whatever, Disney Cruise Line. Uh, have them listen to us and maybe we can give them some pointers and help them along the way. It'd be a lot of fun. Exactly. And uh, we also want to hear from you. So, like, if you have some ideas, some suggestions, feedback. We really want to hear from you. How can they do that? They can do it exactly <laughs> like this. This is an interactive show, as you will see today, or actually here. here. I guess you won't be seeing it, <laughs> unless you're watching your phone or your tablet or whatever. You'll probably just hear it. But uh, you can always contact us. We're on social media, on Twitter, at Hyperion Podcast, Facebook and Instagram, at Hyperion Adventures Podcast, and you can always email us at Hyperion Adventures Podcast at gmail.com. Right, and like I said, please feel free to Share some of your advice for us or some of your desires if we're not covering a particular topic enough or if you would like some ideas from us. Uh, I'm sure if you have a question, others do too. Even if you just want to say hi and That's just true. say you, we're listening and we like what you do. We really appreciate that. Or if you want to say hi and, well, that could be better. And I also <laughs> understand that because I listen to the podcast sometimes too. And I'm like, yeah, that could have been better. But, right? you know, we're just glad that you listen to us in any way that you do. And we got lots of stuff for you today. Of course, it's the Christmas episode, so we will be talking some Christmas stuff, but we also have some real good, really good stories for you today, including a discount ticket deal coming to the Walt Disney World Resort, Run Disney releases its race schedule for 2019 and 2020, and a Star Wars television series finds its composer. Yeah. Exciting stuff coming up, but let's get to our main topic. Of course, this is the Christmas show, and what's the Christmas season? It's a season of giving. It's a season of joy. It's a season to be with family, and we're going to talk about our favorite Disney-related gifts you either given or received at some time in your life. Right. And so this is a fun topic uh, for researching it and, you know, having some time to reflect on what some Disney, either Disney gifts or Disney-inspired gifts or trips. So yes. Fun. Fun planning for this podcast today. So let's kick it off. Are the best Disney-related gifts you've ever received or given within your life? Here, let me show you. A thing called a present, and the whole thing's topped with a bow. What's in it? What's in it? What's the point of the thing? Not to know. Whoa! We've got chipmunks 
in our tree. <laughs> Cute little fellows. We're going to Disney World. We're going to Disney oh World. My <laughs> oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! We got to Disney World. Yes. We're going to Disney World. <laughs> Things worked out so that everyone pretty much got what they wanted. Merry Christmas, Dad. Oh, Minnie. You're all the music I'll ever need. God bless us. Everyone. So happy holidays. Merry Christmas to all of you out there. No matter what holiday you uh, celebrate. We're just happy that you're taking a little time to listen to us today. Sure, and we're so appreciative of people who have already given us some of their feedback uh, earlier in the week in preparation for today, and I'm anxious to hear all of it. Yeah, so here's how this is going to go. We've got Michelle has her story of her favorite gift she's either ever given or received. I then have my story about my favorite gift I've either given or received. Then we have our listeners, which so many of you were so generous, and uh, tell us about uh, some of the things that you've received and we really appreciate that. And then I'm going to wrap it up with a very special sort of Disney-related story that I think really fits the season. So, yeah, very exciting. Yes. So let's not hesitate any longer. Let's get quickly to Michelle's best ever gift, the Disney-related gift, by the way. This is Disney-related. Disney-related gift that she's ever given or received. Okay. So mine is a given gift. Um, it, it was kind of hard to narrow it down because, you know, didn't want to necessarily not appreciate things that were given to me that were Disney related. But this one, um, you know, because it involved you, Aww. it was very special to me. So um, my favorite one was the time that I surprised you with our first Disney cruise <laughs> that was including a cabin that was a suite. Yes. You know what? It's the same? This is the exact same oh one God. I have. We don't compare notes going into this thing, so this is funny. Um, oh, so, I can do a plan B. No, this is great. Go ahead and tell the story, because you're the one who gave this to me. See, I was going to be selfish and talk about what I received, but you're talking about what you've given, which is wonderful. So that's this nice. Go ahead. This is hysterical. It's kind of like when we did our vow renewal, how we had so many things. That were tied in, in even though we didn't really compare notes. Right, yes. right. Exactly. So, you know, um, what had happened was I had... Somehow, I think I received an email that had an offer. I believe it was um, when the Disney Cruise Line was going to have uh, one of the initial t- seasons over on the West Coast. And it was like a really amazing deal. And I looked at this the, for the one-bedroom suites, and I was like, oh, my God, that's a really great price, cause especially considering the Disney Cruise line is the cruise and you know getting so excited that mm-hmm. hey it's two cabins combined into one. Oh my goodness yes. i know it was like i'm looking at the square footage and i'm like i can't believe this i mean we we always felt like the disney cruise lines you know even just a, a single room single cabin you know has a lot of additional space the way they lay out between where the the bed is and where the there's a couch, you know, so you have a nice seating area. But this had like a whole nother cabin worth of space, mm-hmm. you know, and it was just so exciting to think, 
hey, this isn't going to be that expensive, you know? And so it was so exciting to be able to have an opportunity to look at that, look at some of the all the fun things and, you know, create the little handout or flyer to to share that with you. So Yeah, it was wonderful. And uh, like I said, this was mine as well. I really appreciated this gift so much. It was back in 2011 when we did this. It was a seven-day Mexican cruise aboard the Disney Wonder out of San Diego, so right out of our own home port. Right. Uh, you surprised me on Christmas with it. And it was just like about three weeks later that we took this cruise, maybe four weeks. It was somewhere between three and four weeks later. Right. We took this cruise. So it was also not only a Christmas present for me, but it was also my birthday is in mid-January. And so it was kind of a birthday present right. for me as well. Um we both cruised, cruised together before on Disney and on other cruise lines, uh, but this was the first time we were going to do a Disney cruise together as a couple, right? which was really nice. Um, and better yet, it was, like you said, it was the first time using a concierge suite um, and... It spoils you. You're ruined. <laughs> You're ruined. Not that I can't. We can't go on Disney cruises. Then not have to be concierge. Right, we do have. Done, a, done. We'd we have done. Disney cruises booked right now that aren't concierge. But it does make you every time you go on there. You kind of like, ooh, concierge. It's so nice. <laughs> um, but it, you know, it was a wonderful room. Like you said, the extra large, the extra space. If you haven't ever been in a, a Disney Cruise Line concierge suite, especially on the older ships, the Magic and the Wonder, um, they have a hallway going in. They have an extra restroom. There's a sitting area, a dining room table, a wet bar, a, a bedroom area, a walk-in closet, a Jacuzzi bathtub, right. separate bathroom, walk-in shower. It's it's amazing. It's it, you right. know compared to you know cruise cabins, even as large as Disney's are, can seem a little bit small. But this was not that at all. Right, right. They even had a spare uh, half bathroom, so that. Mm -hmm. If you were entertaining in the room, that somebody could come in and you, they wouldn't have to go through your bedroom to get to the, you know, the other bathrooms. So. And one of the nicest things is if when you're in a concierge suite, they will deliver the dining room dinner right right to your room. So you know, we could have we had many romantic evenings just the two of us in our room as they would bring us their, our dinner and we would just eat it in the room and not. I mean, not, the dining rooms are nice and everything, and we'd experienced them before. So we just kind of wanted this to just be about the two of us enjoying. Uh, it, the dine the dinner when we wanted to in our room together just the two of us right right and it was you know like you're saying i mean it it, it was very you know spoiling they have changed how some of the concierge services now are i'm not saying better or, or worse they're they're just a little different. Um, they have now the concierge lounge, mm -hmm. which they didn't have then. So they actually had a concierge person assigned to us. They would come by from day to day right, you know, right. and just check on us and see if there's anything we needed at that time. Right. And we had a direct phone number for them if there was anything that we needed. You know, and, and some of the fun things that we weren't expecting, at least from my perspective, is like you said, we could get our dining service in the room. Mm -hmm. You know, so we, we were able to do that. You know, I think we did it for some of them but we we went to the dining room for some of the others but um we started getting um friendly with our our hosts or hostesses that would you know take our orders and bring our food and it was you know just made it a, a much more like family atmosphere yeah it was a lot of fun and uh, it was exactly uh, the best gift gift disney really a gift i've ever received that i uh it was amazing right and thank you honey well, 
you're very welcome. It was my pleasure. And like I said, I mean, well, of course, I enjoyed it, too. So it was kind of a, a gift that kept giving That's to true. me, too. Uh, but, you know, also, uh, like I said, the price was really amazing. We wouldn't find those prices anymore. It, w- it was them kicking off the West Coast um, cruises. There's so, also one I think they were having some issues with Mexico. Um, right. So I, I think that there were some less people that were inclined to go down to Mexico during that time. So that kind of was part of the price as true, well. True, true. And I, in fact, I think they had to do a last minute substitution of a poor or mm-hmm. take it out, something like that. But, um, you know, the Disney cruises are always amazing and fun. And so it was it was a real treat to be able to to do something like that. But it, like you said, I mean, we did get spoiled, but it opened our eyes up to another level yes, of yes. Um, cruising. And bank account draining. <laughs> but, uh, yes, yes. And we will at some other point really get into the the difference in cabins in Disney Cruise Line because we've sailed in just about all of them, um, so we can compare them and you know wh- whether a concierge uh, service is right for you. We could talk about that at some other point, but right, right. Uh, that was a great trip, and uh, I really appreciate it. And thank you again. Well, even sure. even here, uh, you know, seven years later, I still really appreciate. Actually, I guess it was eight years. Right? You were given it was it in two thousand eleven or. I think we sailed, sailed in 2011, 2011 so it was 2010 yeah. Christmas yeah, so, that you so, actually gave it yeah. to me. So eight years, eight ago. years later ago, yeah. yes. So. Yeah. I mean, I've, you know, when living in Florida, have gone to Disney World uh, during the actual holidays, you know, and that, that's been fun and, you know, enjoyed those trips, et cetera. But this was, you know, like a, for me, it was just a real pleasure, mm-hmm. you know, because I love you so much. Um, and I, that sounded funny. That sounded kind of hokey. No, I do. I really no, you wait. It's going to get hokier. It's just, <laughs> just you, you go ahead and say what you're going to say. It's about to get hokier. All right, but you know, I mean, because I really, I know you love Disney. You love cruising, and you put those together. And you know, we all love VIP servicing services. So you know, it just seemed like the right thing to do. That it was just fortunate that it came together that way. But. Um, yeah, it was it was a blast planning it. Yeah, and I appreciate it. Like you I know, said, and and to this day, it's still my favorite Disney gift you've ever given me. Well, almost my favorite gift, Disney gift you've ever given me because this one is a little bit more intangible. Okay. But uh, this is uh, probably my really favorite uh, gift that you've ever given to me, and that was when we met in two thousand and one. Because, um, and I'm sorry, this is going to get sappy, <laughs> and so bear with me. Yeah. Uh, hopefully, you like us enough that you can deal with the sappiness here, but. Um, Michelle here has brought so much into my life. Um, at 2001, I had just gotten out of a very bad relationship. I believe you did yep. as well. Um, and it was refreshing to have someone in my life that uh, you know saw the world in the positive view that I saw it. Um, and you know, you're so smart, and you're so beautiful, <laughs> and you're so kind, and you're a great mother. I mean, you know, someone who has to deal on a day to day basic, basically on your own at, at that point, uh, with a child that a special needs child. Um, it's not easy, and Aww. you had to deal with that, and you still have to deal with that, and you do a wonderful job with it. Um, you're the love of my life. Aww. You are my best friend. You know Aww. this. Um, you're my compatriot in all our Disney adventures, <laughs> all our Disney shenanigans. <laughs> Um, and you know, speaking of that, this is why this is a Disney related gift. It's because uh, for our many years together, she's reawakened my love of Disney. Um, now 
I always loved Disney when I was growing up, went to Disneyland many times. But there was a time in my life before that that it had just kind of fallen by the wayside. Still enjoyed Disney movies. I still uh, enjoyed the, going to Disneyland when I got the chance. But it was just never a, as big a thing in my life. And she walks into my life, and it opened up a broad new perspective on Disney. You know, I took her to Disneyland. She'd already been there, but you know, hadn't been there and seen it the way I saw it. Right. She took me to the Walt Disney World Resort, which I'd never been to. She took me on Disney Cruise Line. Since we've been together, um, we've experienced and learned how to love run Disney. We've joined the Disney Vacation Club. We've joined D23, the official Disney fan club. We've done so many Disney things, you know, going to the Walt Disney Studios a lot. Just so many Disney-related things. And then, of course, this podcast. And that is all thanks to Michelle. This this wouldn't happen. This wouldn't exist if it weren't for her, her coming into my life. Um, So that's why the greatest gift that was ever (laughs) Disney-related that was given to me was Michelle walking in my life. So I'm sorry this is sappy, but that's How the sweet. fact. How sweet. How sweet. Oh, my gosh. I'm just like, I'm choked up. <laughs> Let me see if I can talk. <laughs> uh, that's so sweet, baby. And, you know, you're the love of my life and my best friend. And it's um, it's just still amazing today to me uh, from when even when we first met. How much we like the same kind of things, you know, and whether it's rooted in Disney or Star Wars, we both love sports and, you know, and you opened up my eyes to Marvel because I really hadn't done much uh, or seen much in terms of the Marvel universe. And, and that's been a real thrill, but you are amazing and you make, and I know, and I know this sounds like I'm just, but, but I think one of the things is, you know, like I sometimes have ideas or whatever, but you bring out the the have, let's take the time to have fun side of me. And that's why I think with this cruise too, um, you know, and I'm not trying to make everything about that, but that was one of the things too. It's like, he's right. We got to, you know, enjoy life and do things that maybe I might, you know, I'm kind of more the penny pincher of the family and you're like, you bring the balance of, well, we, we st- both bring the balance because I'm the more like, yes, uh, let's, uh, let's splurge, concierge, every, every time. time. Yeah, no, no, we, we balance each other out perfectly. That's true, that's true, but, ah, so sweet, baby, you're, you're the best. No, no, that's you, that's uh, absolutely you. And, uh, anyway, I'm, I'm done being completely sappy and this being all about us. Uh, we we're going to get there and be about you guys now, but uh, we just wanted to let you you know that and those were our favorite Disney gifts we've ever received and I yeah. uh, really appreciate that but now th- enough about us we've, <laughs> we've totally bored you with our sappiness let's get to your great stuff that you got and then we're going to talk to uh, talk with a bunch of our listeners that uh, got us on social media and told us uh, some of the things that they've received over the last several years that they really thought were the best gifts they ever got uh, listener Cassie told us that annual passes from her parents as a wedding present were wow. uh, uh, the best Disney-related gift she's ever received. Carol got a huge tumbler with a thousand Mickey heads, thousands of Mickey heads from a Secret <laughs> Santa, and she says she loves it. Thousands of Mickey heads. Oh I, my you know, gosh! Like, uh, I wonder so if they're cool. candy or what they are. Yeah. But that's, you know, are they not so hidden Mickey heads? Uh, anyway, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, Sarah said her family gifts them. Uh, they gift them. Her family gifts themselves ornaments for their tree on each trip. That way they can enjoy them every Christmas. So it's kind of oh, a, what a, great a gift idea. to themselves as families. And yeah. we do something similar That's to that right. a lot. We're always there looking for good ornaments every year. Yeah. Nice tradition. Yeah. Uh, Julie, my husband said, my husband bought me a few shares in Disney. I love this one, by the way. My, my husband bought me a few shares in Disney for Christmas over one year with the certificate and everything told me I now owned part of the magic. Aww. Isn't that sweet? That is sweet. That's, That's wonderful. A great, great great idea. 
Uh, Andy uh, wrote us and said, last year, my parents gifted all of us kids and grandkids a Disney cruise. Ooh. All 12 of us had a very merry time cruise on the Dream and celebrated Ooh. the holiday on board. It was a spectacular gift. That is a that spectacular, is a spectacular gift. gift. Just like we talked about our cruise just right. a little bit ago because we always have to make it right back about us. <laughs> um, Aaron wrote us and said, eh, that's a tough question because we asked the question out there, what's your favorite Disney gift you ever uh, you know, given or received. She said, my husband was never too interested in Disney vacations and I was dying to get back as I never had been as an adult. I was going through a tough spot and was just told that I had to have back surgery. I suppose the quote gift end quote of saying, quote, let's go to Chris, go, let's go to Disney for Christmas end quote, did a lot for me that year. I had something to look forward to and to obsessively plan. So it was really nice, nice, you know, especially for someone who isn't as much Disney related to give that and help her get through a tough right. time in her life and, you know, some pain and stuff from the surgery. Yeah, and stuff. fear. Yeah. yeah, fear. That's nice. Uh, so that's really nice. Uh, Jennifer F. Uh, sent us a message saying, my husband and I saw this amazing painting of Mickey and Minnie on the fantasy, the Disney fantasy uh, cruise line, cruise ship one summer. Uh, but we were in the Caribbean and we didn't get it because we didn't want to carry it home. We didn't know it that they ship it to our house at that time. <laughs> One of those things you learn when you're right. aboard the cruise line. Yeah. Uh, we thought of the painting off and on for months and tried multiple times to find it with no luck. Fast forward 14 months, we were on the wonder, and there is the painting. And my husband and I gave it to each other for our Christmas that Aww, year. Isn't that nice? That is and so sweet. Such a stroke of luck that the you know same right. painting was aboard the other uh, cruise ship. Right. I was you know, say how unique that. We, was. We've been on there, and sometimes you do see the same paintings aboard. Um, on different trips but a lot of times they shift those things around so right. it's kind of just good fortune that that one happened to be there again for her trip uh, Jennifer B wrote us and said my favorite Disney gift that I gave was a wild Africa trek to my husband for his birthday that's Ooh. really nice yeah. and my favorite received was a night safari at Animal Kingdom Lodge for my birthday wow yeah. that's really cool that is very cool yeah. Uh, Julia wrote us and said, the backpacks I gave kids la the, the kids last year to announce our first family trip to Walt Disney World. I bought them there, filled, uh, I bought them there, filled them with buttons, park maps, a gift card for each kid, airplane wings, the trip schedule, pins, new lanyards, wow. and ponchos. It was hilarious. The first year I didn't get, have them give me a Christmas lift, list, and we said we were doing something different for gifts. And everyone was unhappy about it <laughs> until they opened the backpacks and realized what was happening. Nice, nice little surprise. And we heard a few of the, you know, on the open segment, some of the right. kids surprising you're going to Disney World or Disneyland or whatever. And that seems like a wonderful, nice surprise for I those absolutely. children as well. I would appreciate that surprise. Yeah. I don't know. Keep it on. <laughs> no, take no, notes. No, no, I'm not take just saying it's a but I'm just saying, even as an adult, who wouldn't want to get a backpack filled yeah, with all no kinds kidding. of things? All that stuff. Ready is to great. go for a trip. Yeah, all that stuff. I'd take all that. Yeah. The pins, lanyards, everything. Nice. I'm not even the big pins collector like you are. I'd still take it all. Um, Susie wrote us and said, my daughter went to Disneyland Paris last year and bought me back the most beautiful ornament. Oh, that's got to be spectacular. Yeah. Right? Well, we went through that gift shop and they uh, had they some, some sweet things Phenomenal there. stuff yeah, there for yeah. sure. For sure. We had that same suitcase limiting issue out there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, especially because the last time we were there, we had just done a... Was it 14 or 15 day cruise? Right. So we had all that bags for all that, uh, plus a few extra days in Paris afterwards. So yeah, we didn't have a lot of space for stuff. You know, of course right. we had bought stuff on the cruise ship and whatever else. So. Yeah, we may have to do a show sometime how to travel through Paris with a lot of bags, which to, is a very unusual sight. But I think we've mastered it now. <laughs> 
<laughs> says you. I'm the one who has to lift all those heavy bags. <laughs> That's not true. I have to put them together like a puzzle on the, tr- on the subway. <laughs> yeah, it is a big game of Tetris a lot of times. So. Anyway, as we turn it again about us. That's right. uh, <laughs> uh, Vanessa wrote us and said, my husband surprised me with a Santa Mickey cell that is numbered. So an animation <gasps> cell that is numbered. Wow. Um, and she said, I love it. Then he gave me a cute Mickey Ingersoll wall clock the next year. Wow. I know, right? The next year, he gave me a pretty vase from a local art museum, and I was disappointed. But I still love him. <laughs> that is a cute story. That is cute. But those are wonderful gifts. Wow, Vanessa. Yeah. Those are great. Uh, and Brooke, the last one, Brooke here wrote us in and said, uh, my husband gifted me a Walt Disney World trip. He conspired with my best friend and planned a secret girls trip for February. I was seven months pregnant during that trip. Oh my gosh. It was such cool. an un- unexpected and sweet surprise. Also for our fifth anniversary, he surprised me with a trip for the two of us. I found out I was pregnant with my first during that one. Wow. Yeah. Talk about having special memories from a trip. Yeah. So cool. that's all wonderful. So thank you all for uh, sharing. Sharing your yes. wonderful gifts with us, and uh, all those are spectacular. I love them all. They're right, all so right. And, gave uh, us some ideas. Hopefully, gave you all some ideas. Right. Too. And if you, by the way, even though we're we're cutting this off, you know, right now for this episode, our next show will not be our Christmas show. Obviously, right. it'll be our New Year's show. But we still, if you have anything that you'd like to share with us as gifts that uh, maybe could expand on this one, we could also stretch that into next week's show. Right. So. Or if you get something this year, yeah, that's maybe true we as well. <laughs> that's true as well. Michelle May. We will see. Uh, but yeah, we feel free to share it with us and we will share them next week or any of the weeks coming up forward because uh, we like to hear from you and we love sharing the things that you uh, send us. Right. So. You have great things, great feedback. So thanks so, for sharing your stories. Yes, absolutely. Very much. But uh, I want to wrap this up, you know, with this whole Christmas segment about gifts and giving in this uh, season. And I found, as I was doing some research for this, I found this wonderfully sweet story uh, that uh, actually just um, came out last week. Um, and uh, it was just touched my heart. And it's not completely Disney. It's not like it's a Disney gift, but there is a little Disney hint, into a little touch of Disney in it. And I thought it was just such a sweet story that I'd share it with you um, from this uh, page. This actually comes out of Birmingham, Alabama from uh, WBRC6. Uh, there's a story written by uh, Beth Shelburne there, and it actually uh, was on their site, uh, came out on December 20th so just a just a couple days ago yeah so uh let's quickly uh, get to this story so the story is that uh kim and jordy henson i hope i'm not doing any harm i mean they were out there on the internet so using their last name um, but anyway uh they didn't think the shoebox was a big deal They wanted to teach their three young daughters the value of giving, and packing a shoebox with small gifts for a child in need uh, seemed like a great opportunity. Kim took the girls shopping, and together they picked out items to fill the box. Crayons, gummy bears, a bouncy ball, a pair of socks. Then they prayed over it as a family, dropped in a note and a picture of the girls, and sent it on its way. Quote, it wasn't a huge thing, quote, end quote, Kim said. Quote, part of the lesson was to show the girls how blessed they are, end quote. The lesson came full circle earlier this month when the recipient of the box unexpectedly reached out to them to say thank you. 18 years after opening the shoebox halfway around the world in a place devastated by war, the gesture led to phone calls and a budding friendship. More to the story. We'll go back a little bit here. Uh, The Hensons have participated in uh, a, a program called Operation Christmas Child through their church, since their children were young. 
the ministry asked people to pack simple toys, hygiene items, and school supplies in a shoebox for children in need around the world. The program began in 1993 excuse me, and has provided 135 million shoeboxes to children in 150 countries. One of those countries was Kosovo, scarred by war between the Serbians and the Albanians that ended in 1999. Um, Gresa Sahatu, Gresa Sahatu, I'm sorry, Gresa, uh, just my typical getting the names wrong, <laughs> was 11 years old when her family returned to their home in the small town of Peja after fleeing the war. Schools were just beginning to rebuild. Gressa remembers her class lining up in a half-built sports stadium for a surprise. Quote, Santa came to visit, and he reached into a big box and picked a shoebox and handed it to me. End quote. That's from Gressa. The box was wrapped in red shiny paper and represented the first Christmas gift Gressa had ever received. She ran home from school with her box in her arms, excitedly shouting out to her neighbors, and then carefully opened it in front of her family. Quote, honestly, I didn't really understand what it meant to have a gift until that box came, Gressa said. I felt joy. I remember realizing that there were people out there who cared for others. To this day, when I think about it, I get goosebumps, end quote. Inside the box, Gressa found small items the Hensons had packed, including a pair of socks that she wore almost every day until the socks fell apart. Her family also discovered the picture of the Henson girls with a note, but they didn't speak English, so they weren't sure what it meant. Gress's uncle spoke a little English and was able to translate the message as, God bless you. It really touched our lives, especially mine, Gressa said. Nobody knew what we need, that we needed socks, but somehow God sent that message to me. Uh, sent that message. To me, it was just the best thing in the world. Gress's family eventually immigrated to the United States through the Diversity Immigrant Visa Program. They settled in Orlando, Florida, and Gressa told her mother that she wanted to find the Henson family to tell them thank you. The picture of the Henson girls with a note was the only clue they had, but they didn't know anyone in Alabama. Gressa tried to do an internet search, but it didn't turn up anything. Years passed, and Gressa didn't forget about her desire to find the Hensons, but life took over. She learned to speak English and is now in college at the University of Central Florida, studying international law and marketing. She also, she's also worked for Disney World for over a decade, currently serving as a resort duty manager at two Disney hotels. Wow. That led Gressa to begin volunteering with um, Operation Christmas Child. And in December, she decided to find the Hensons again. A Google search led her to an article about them on the Shades Mountain Baptist Church website. Gressa immediately picked up the phone and called the church, leaving a message that detailed who she was and that she was calling to express her gratitude for the gift she had received almost two decades ago. I thought these people were going to think I'm crazy, she said. They didn't. Kim was volunteering at the church when the church secretary played the message for her. As Kim stood listening... Sorry. I know, I'm figuring out the air. <laughs> As Kim stood listening to Gress's voice, her eyes grew big with the realization that the woman leaving the message was talking about her family and the shoebox gift they sent out years ago. I just tried to imagine how old she was, what this child must have gone through, and I couldn't believe it, Kim said. Kim met Jordy at home, and uh, that's her husband, to talk about uh, what to do next, and they agreed to call Gressa back. When Gressa's phone rang and she saw the Birmingham area code and the caller ID, the tears began to fall. 
The moment I answered the phone, they treated me like family, Gressa said. This is just a gift from God, Jordy said. Gressa is so sweet, and she's been through hell on earth. And just to see what we do matters, it makes a difference, he said. A week after they first connected with Gressa, they FaceTimed with her for the first time, the three of them beaming at each other, fighting off happy tears. You guys are so cute, Gressa squealed. They talked about introducing Gressa to their daughters, Heather, Holly, and Hope. Hope. Wow. Jordy suggested flying Gressa to Birmingham in early 2019. They made plans to talk again before Christmas. Before they all said goodbye, the writer asked Gressa, the writer of the story, asked Gressa what her message would be to the others about supporting charity during this season of giving. Uh, any gesture you make in life, it could be a smile or a small box. You just don't know what goes on in different parts of the world where parents are struggling to feed their kids, Gressa said. Little things mean so much in life, she added. I am proof of that. You make a huge difference in the world. So what a sweet story, right? That is amazing. Um, Just a wonderful little story about, you know, yes, you know, this season is, um, we were just talking about, you know, our selfish (laughs) things about we've given to each other and these gifts and everything. But this small little box that people sent with socks and a picture and a few other little toys or whatever just made a world of difference to this girl's life. And uh, it's just really what this season's all about. Yeah, how warm and, you know, and not only, you know, it, obviously it made such an impression that, you know, she really was so enthusiastic and, and, and determined to find the people who did that for her. And, and I'm glad she was able to, you know, meet up with them. That, that is so awesome. And, you know, it is great that there are opportunities that any of us can do, you know, to reach out and, and help our fellow humans and and it's it's that what a great story thank you so i just found that story very heartwarming and i hope yeah. uh it, you know i know here i am breaking up as i'm telling the I know, story I'm but i'm sitting here crying while you i tell hope the it brought story. Some, some joy to your life knowing out there that the little things you do matter and uh, that's what this season is all about absolutely so oh wow very very good i'm so glad you were able to find that story and share that with us So that's our Christmas show. We're not done yet, but uh, that's mostly the Christmas aspect of it. I thought that was the most important part of it. So um, really just touching heartwarming stories from everybody out there. All your gifts were heartwarming, lovely, and uh, I hope you enjoyed it as well. Yeah, and thank you so much for taking the time to write us your stories and share with that with us because that that you know it's a busy time of the year and the fact that you took the time to to reach out and answer our, our requests about that we really appreciate our listeners we have wonderful listeners. <laughs> <laughs> we do we our listeners uh, we love you guys you yeah. guys are the best uh, really um, thank you so much this is our 30th episode and we appreciate that you've been with us whether you picked it up on episode 29 or this is your first time or whether you've been listening to us since episode one uh, we appreciate you all and we hope you have a wonderful, wonderful holiday. And I'm not done yet. Don't turn off this yet. Right. But I know we just want to wrap up the Christmas portion of this as we get to our Disney stories of the week. Right. Nice. 
So as we always do every week, again, if you're listening to us for the first time, we always have a main topic that this week it was the Christmas show. And then we go on because there's so many Disney stories and we kind of like to talk about them and share them with you. Maybe you've heard them. Maybe you haven't. Maybe you're just interested in what we have to say about them. But uh, we kind of like to share them with you. So we always go through the Disney stories of the week. And I'm going to start this week's off with a new ticket package that is coming to the Walt Disney World Resort. This out of the Disney Parks blog. Starting on January 18th, 2019, you can purchase four-park magic value tickets for $85 a day uh, for adults, $80 per day for children under 10, uh, plus tax. The total price will be $340 for adults, $320 for children. These tickets include a one-day admission to Magic Kingdom Park, one-day admission to Epcot, one-day admission to Disney's Hollywood Studios, and one-day admission to Disney's Animal Kingdom for a total of four admissions over four separate days. Uh, the four-park Magic Value ticket is valid for admission January 18th through March 1st, 2019, and must be used within seven days of first use or by March 1st, 2019, whichever comes first. Wow. It's not a bad price. No, not no. at all. They also have some, a little bit, opens up a little bit more um, dates for you uh, if you want to pay just a little bit more. They have the well, four-park Magic Select ticket, which for an adult is $89 per day and for a child is $84 per day. And that uh, has admission valid through from January 18th through March 14th, March 27th through April 9th, April 27th through May 27th, and August 19th through September 30th, 2019. Uh, again, just like the first one, the tickets must be used within seven days of your first use or by to September 30th, 2019, whichever comes first. And then another level up for even a few more dates uh, is the four-part Four Park Magic Summer Ticket, which is for adult $95 per day, for a child $90 per day. Uh, and that's valid for admission January 18th through March 14th, March 27th through April 9th, April 27th through September 30th, 2019. Wow. And again, just like the other one, tickets must be used within seven days of first use or by September 30th, 2019. Now, just take a note, if you're going to do these tickets uh, that they are... Well, each is for one theme park per day, and you cannot have, there's no readmission. You, have, you can only enter once. So if you're going to do this ticket package, you're going into that park, and you're staying in that park. <laughs> so it's a good package, but just know that the details going in. Right, right. Yeah, that's great that they are offering some additional uh, packages, So especially in a year where they are expecting to have a lot of high mm -hmm. attendance and things like that. So that's great. Makes me wonder if the September 30th uh, date is that means that Galaxy's Edge will not be open until after September 30th with the, the right. ticket package well, going yeah. on. So. Yeah. But uh, if you're getting out there for this summer or this uh, winter or early spring, um, right. some of these might really, if you're just planning, don't mind just doing one park and you're just going to go into the park, you're not going to take a break in the middle of the day. It's a pretty nice. good price. Yeah, it's definitely. It's a pretty good price and something you might want to take advantage of. So uh, you can go check it out there. You can find that uh, on the Walt Disney World website where you can purchase those and all the packages. They have all sorts of packages for price uh, right. for ticket prices. Go check them out and see which one works best for you. Moving onward, this one just came out just the other day and is very interesting and uh, certainly dis possibly a little disappointing for us. Uh, a new Disney uh, Vacation Club dining package is coming to the Walt Disney World Resort. This is from dvcnews.com. A new dining package offered at Disney's Contemporary Resort combines dinner at The Wave, 
of American flavors with reserved fireworks viewing at nearby Top of the World Lounge. Nice. For $59 per person, members can enjoy a, a Prick's Fix menu at the Wave beginning approximately 90 minutes before the nightly Magic Kingdom fireworks display. At the conclusion of the meal, participants will be escorted to Bay Lake Tower and up to the lounge for beverages and desserts during the fireworks show. Uh, the package is available nightly beginning Monday, January 14th, and currently running through Sunday, June 30th, 2019, with blockout dates uh, on Valentine's Day, Easter weekend, and Mother's Day weekend. So kind of an interesting thing yeah. if you're a Disney Vacation Club member, if you're going to planning on getting a meal anyway. I, right. I, I look to see some, I'm waiting to see some more details on it to see if like, the, you know, what is included within that uh, are the desserts up at top of the world lounge included or what the what's the story but um will be interesting now the one key thing to this though however is that you know with them with them going to be having some reserved space up at the top of the world lounge for however many diners are doing this package and we don't know what it's limited to right. is that going to affect uh, the usual Disney Vacation right. Club members that uh, right now, if you're staying on resort, you can go access the Top of the World Lounge at right. any night. Right. Uh, you know, they've talked about it for a long time. Are they going to restrict that at some point? But they've just kept extending it and extending it and being available to any of the Disney Vacation Club members who are staying on resort. Um, we'll see what happens with right. this uh, right now. Uh, they still list the free lounge access as ending on uh, December 29th. 2018. So just a little bit ago, this was as of whenever this was uh, came out. I think it was yesterday is when I saw this story. Um, so we'll have to see um, when we get to the new year if that's still going to be available for those of us who are, aren't uh, purchasing the right. or staying at uh, Bay Lake Towers. And right. uh, Kim, you can tell Robert, we know we have plans for this. We'll be keeping an eye on it closely, okay? I know you're listening out there, so I'm just letting you know we'll be keeping an eye on this closely. That's right. So, well, but that is an interesting uh, dining package to offer. So, uh, yeah, nice. And, I like it. Actually, it might be kind of fun to, to right. go have the meal and then go up to the lounge sure. and have a you know nice reserved spot to do it. Right, right. But I will, if they take away that, I mean, we kind of, we love going to the top of the world lounge yes. Disney vacation was one of the nice perks that you get I hope that doesn't get taken away from us although we've always known that that was, might be a possibility right, right. at some yeah. point so we'll just have to see how it goes and just because if they do it just for this time doesn't mean that they will do it they may extend it back out again. We'll right, see right. what the success of this is. And maybe that's what they're looking to see, with, you know, because, I mean, they do have limited capacity in that air, in that lounge at the top of the world, you know. So in order to try to be able to, you know, generate some additional revenues, it makes sense to right. expand that to having the, the dining par portion somewhere else. Right. And we're not to panic any Disney Vacation Club members right. out there. We don't. They haven't said that they're cutting it off at any point for sure yet or anything. It's just something to keep an eye on so, so you're aware of what's going on. Right. So we will be keeping an eye on that. Kim will be keeping an eye on that. <laughs> uh, let's move on. Run Disney has released their race dates for the rest of 2019 and the beginning of 2020. This from the Disney Parks blog. If you've yet to experience Experience the magic of Run Disney, or if you just can't wait to experience it again, that's <laughs> us. Uh, event and on-sale dates for the 2019-2020 season are now available. Uh, so here are the dates that we have coming up. Of course, they, they already had some stuff for 2019 up uh, until the Star Wars Rival Run, which uh, takes place in April. These are going to start with uh, the summer races, the virtual races, and moving on to the food and wine and, of course, the uh, beginning of next year into 2020. 
So uh, here's what the dates are for everything. The Run Disney Virtual Series will begin on June 1st and run through August 31st of 2019. Registration for that opens May 7th. And we're thinking about doing this uh, some sort of virtual thing where we're going to do the virtual runs and maybe schedule a date where those of you out there who sign up for this as well, um, you can either join us if you're local or you can do it on your own and send us pictures and we'll just kind of share in the experience across the country on the same date at about the same time. I right, think that'd be right. Kind of fun. Share pictures. Yeah, yeah, I think that'd be kind of fun. So we're thinking about doing that when that opens up uh, next summer in 2019. Uh, the Disneyland Paris Run Weekend is September 19th through the 22nd, 2019 and registration is now open. So if you're planning on doing that, get on that registration now. Uh, the Disney Wine and Dine Half Marathon Weekend, which we're considering possibly taking part in, is going to be October 31st through November 3rd, 2019, and registration for that opens on March 19th, 2019. Cool. Uh, the Walt Disney World Marathon Weekend, which actually this year's, or actually the 2019 one, is coming up here just a couple weeks from now. Uh, that's going to be on January 8th through the 12th of 2020. Registration for that opens on April 16th of 2019. The Disney Princess Half Marathon Weekend, which is one that I really want to take part in because I feel like I'm a Disney princess <laughs> Already, it's in yeah. my heart. Uh, that is running February 20th through the 23rd of 2020. And registration for that opens on June 4th, 2019. And the Star Wars Virtual Half Marathon. By the way, they, they, they haven't even started this year's Star Wars Virtual Half Marathon yet. This year's is just about to kick off. It starts on January 3rd. It runs through March 31st. You can run any time between that. It's $59. You can register right now if you want to do that. Uh, and by the way, the benefit of doing that, especially if you're going to be doing the, uh, the Rival Run Weekend, is you can uh, take place, all, take part in the uh, Kessel Run Challenge, which we did last mm -hmm. year. And we got this cool Millennium oh, Falcon medal from it. You get the medal from the virtual run. You get the medal from doing the half marathon, uh, the Star Wars Rival Run Half Marathon. And you get a third. I don't know if it's going to be the Millennium Falcon this year. But they do have the Kessel Run medal. It wouldn't surprise me if it was the Millennium Falcon again. And it's that for the whole thing is two hundred fifty-seven dollars. If you're running the the uh, the virtual half as well as the rival run half is four hundred four. If you're doing the rival run. Uh, challenge along with the virtual half. So just to give you an idea on what the pricing is. Right. But uh, this year, next year's virtual in 2020, not even next year, two years from now, uh, the virtual in 2020 is going to be from January 3rd to March 31st as well. And registration for that will open on July 16th, 2019. And the Star Wars Rival Run Weekend uh, for the 2020 season will be on April 16th through the 19th, 2020. And registration for that opens on July 16th, 2019. So, wow, so mark your calendar, yeah, get out there. Start planning. And uh, those races, we we love Run Disney. There's no more fun that you'll ever have, you know, putting your body through the torture that you do. <laughs> right, right. I mean, if you're used to doing other runs locally and, you know, some of those are great too, but really nothing compares to a Run no. Disney event. So. No, there's nothing like it. It's the best. It really is the best. Uh, you know, even if you're just doing the 5K, I would suggest the 10K. The 10K is a really fun distance because you get a lot more park time uh, within it and it doesn't just completely cream you for the day, like right. a half marathon. It's great. It's challenging. It's really wonderful when you cross that finish line, but you're creamed for a day or so. <laughs> you're not doing a lot of park walking for a little bit after that. At least right. I'm not. Yes. Um, you know. So pretty cool. Um, anyway, moving on to Star Wars news because we are the Disney podcast that likes to, has the ambition to eventually be a <laughs> Star Wars podcast. Um, uh, this 
Straight out of StarWars.com, The Mandalorian has found its composer for the music that will be in the new Star Wars television series, The Mandalorian, of course. And that will be, and I'm going to butcher his name. Actually, I think I might get this one okay. Uh, it's Ludwig Göransson, uh, an acclaimed composer and record producer. He'll write the score for The Mandalorian, uh, the first ever live-action Star Wars series. Göransson has composed memorable soundtracks for some of the biggest and most lauded movies in recent memory, including... Black Panther, you may have heard yeah. of that one, <laughs> uh, which he earned a Golden Globe Award. Uh, it says Golden, oh, Golden Globe Award and Grammy nomination. Sorry, I was going to say he hasn't gotten the Golden Globe yet, <laughs> though he may. Uh, he also wrote for uh, Creed, Creed Two, Venom, and Fruitvale Station in the realm of television. His credits include uh, Community, which we loved as a television show, and New Girl. Uh, Gorns has produced records for Haim and Chance the Rapper, and he recently received three Grammy nominations for his work with Donald Glover, who you may know Donald Glover. He's only <laughs> young Lando Calrissian. Yes. Uh, he, he worked with him on the latest Childish Gambino album. So really very, cool, very a really cool. talented yes. guy, and it's exciting that he's going to be doing the music for The Mandalorian. Yes, yes, and just listening back to some of the music from Black Panther, it's so rich, so a lot of depth to it mm -hmm. and great, unique sound. So this is awesome news. Mm -hmm. So here's a quote from Gornson himself. He said, quote, words fail to express how surreal and humbling it feels to be invited to the Star Wars universe. I'm deeply grateful to John Favreau and Disney for this opportunity and to John Williams for raising the bar so high with his iconic intrepid scores. They will never be matched. They will never be matched. In these next months, I hope to honor the tradition of Star Wars musical landscape while propelling the Mandalorian into new and uncharted territory. And I will try to remember that there is no try. <laughs> Love That's that. Perfect. So it'll be interesting because it looks like the Mandalorian from the pictures we've seen, it really seems almost, it's very Western. Like, you know, Star Wars a lot of times is, has a very wet, like it's a it's an outer space Western. Western yeah. And just from the, the some of the screenshots we've seen from uh, some of the filming and stuff, it looks like it could be a Western type feel to this. So it's really going to be interesting to see how yes. he mixes that with the score. So. I uh, love this hire, and I think it's right, exciting. Right, right. It's very exciting. Excellent, excellent. Good stuff. More Star Wars news because we are the Disney podcast that really wants to be a Star Wars podcast. <laughs> uh, Star Wars Celebration has found its host for 2019, and it's someone very familiar to Star yes. Wars fans and to past attendees. <laughs> this tweet from StarWars.com, the incomparable Warwick Davis. Yay. Who most recently graced the screen as Weasel in Solo A Star Wars Story has announced he will once again join fans for Star Wars Celebration Chicago. Davis, a Star Wars and Celebration icon, will make his triumphant return to the main celebration stage in Chicago, in Chicago, I can say it, where he will welcome some of the biggest stars of the show for intimate conversations, thrilling announcements, and other revelations. Warwick previously hosted the Celebration stage in Orlando in 2017 and has been a staple of Star Wars Celebration since its inception in 1999. Of course, you may also know Warwick Davis as Wicket from uh, Return of the Jedi, where he got that role by his mother actually, you know, telling me, you know, he would be great for this role, yeah. you know, just kind of like pushing him into it. Now he's been like a, the staple in the Star Wars universe ever since. Right. And he's just a cool dude. He is. It's very entertaining. He re really brings a lot of life to the to these like panels or mm -hmm. whatever. So that's awesome. Yeah. Uh, so Star Wars Celebration Chicago will take place on April 11th through the 15th at McCormick Place. Uh, you can visit StarWarsCelebration.com for tickets. I think they have some days left, but I think a lot of them are sold out. But you can still buy a few of them uh, and get more info. We are going to try. I don't think. 
we're going to get there, but we're trying hard to see if we can find a way to get press or something to get in there. We'll see if that works out. But if anybody's going, by the way, if you're out there and you listen to this podcast and you're going, we might need a correspondent. If we right. don't make it out there, um, we'd love to hear from you if you'd like to be our Star Wars Celebration correspondent. Yeah. So that's it for me for my stories of the week. But I understand, and I didn't forget, <laughs> Michelle has a story, at least one, if not a couple stories of the week. And we always like to get to Michelle's stories because she has great stories. Oh, you're sweet. No, your stories were great. Um, you did steal one of mine, but that's all right. Which I one did I you. steal? The, the composer for oh, The Mandalorian. Well. So, But you hit everything and more of what I did. So you actually did it more justice. So bravo. Well, thank you. Thank you. So, well, continuing on with uh, some Star Wars and Disney news, um, ABC tweeted this week that they are going to release a sneak peek of Star Wars Galaxy Edge during the Disney Parks Magical Christmas Day Parade. Ooh, I extra know. Christmas present this year. Yes, if you can't watch it, make sure you set your... Uh, your DVDs or DVDs? DVDs. Div- Set your DVDs. Oh my gosh. <laughs> DVRs. Can you edit that out so I don't sound so dumb? Nope. <laughs> no. Please. No. Nope. It happens. I, I stumble over everything. It's good that you stumble over something once in a while. DVRs, yes. We DVRs. knew what you meant. We yes, knew what you meant. Yes. But, anyways, um, the parade uh, and the show will air on Tuesday, Christmas Day from 10 to noon Eastern Standard Time, 9 to 11 on Central Mountain Pacific Times on the ABC television network or the abc app um but just check on that because some local listings they say may may make changes um and by the way another great reason to watch that show is um andre bocelli will be singing ave maria get your tissues ready oh my god this is like butter yeah like butter. and then he'll also be joined with his son mateo to perform white christmas mm. and obviously there's going to be a lot of other performers as well as a great parade so uh hope you all catch that but again making sure you get the little sneak peek of galaxy's edge as we get closer and more excited yeah I'm, I'm excited for that we don't usually watch that it's been they've been doing this for a couple years now where they've had the parade on uh, christmas morning and we just do busy doing stuff with the family that we haven't really watched it right but i'm like you said we're going to set our dvds to record this <laughs> <laughs> our dvrs to record it funny yeah so yeah, uh we, we will be sure to watch it if we can't if we can't break away when it's actually uh airing on our local time we will definitely be dvring it so we can yeah. uh, watch it at a different time because so, i'm excited about hear about galaxy's edge um, see it yeah yeah of course the whole disney parade will be fun yeah um a couple of little things here um sphero is discontinuing their link with disney and star wars which mm, you know aw, i mean because we have our bb8 you yeah, know which we love which our little we BB-8. love but the good side is uh, you probably can find these now if you don't have them on sale yeah and- they're actually were i saw one like for 59 bucks and i was like Oh, when we bought that three, four years ago, it was so much more than $59. That's right. That's right. Although we did fi- I did find that you can buy the replacement head <laughs> for just 10 bucks or nine ninety nine, you know, on their website. But anyways, um, so if you are, if you were ever wanting that, uh, I would say start looking for it now. And by the way, if you don't know about, I mean, they're, they're cool to just, you know, have them run around the house and, you know, like a little remote controlled, right. Um, right from your phone or tablet app, you can, you can control them and they, or they also have a wristband that you right. can control them from as well. But one of the fun things that we like to do we, we hardly ever drive them around very much <laughs> yeah. but you can set them up um when you're watching any of the star wars films and uh you can set him up and bb8 will sit there right next to the tv and react as the movie right. goes along it's it's 
hilarious. It it's so hilarious. much fun to watch when we are rewatching these movies to have BB-8 react with us as the films are going on. Exactly. You know, and they do have a couple other droids. So, R2-D2. Uh, yeah, R2-D2, yeah. And so... Um, you know, like I said, if if you're interested in that, and you're right, that that is a great feature that they have. They they feel that they will support the app for at least two years and maybe longer. Um, so, but anyways, just wanted to let folks know that if they were in the the shopping spirit of getting a Spiro BB-8 or R2D2. Yeah. Um, and my last story, uh, also Star Wars related, is uh, Star World. <laughs> Easy take, for you to say. Take two. <laughs> uh, Star Wars, fuel your force. The rolling, this is the good one. <laughs> Take five. You know, right? So uh, this this starting. Well, they've already had some things now, but they're really focusing in 2019 to for StarWars.com to have. Uh, they announced this week, fuel your force, and it's their commitment to finding your own inner force through active and healthy lifestyle, taking inspirations from powerful stories and formidable characters from the Star Wars mm. galaxy to help inspire you to unlock your full potential and discover your best self. So uh, with Star Wars as your guide, you'll find inspirational themes of mentorship, self-discovery, and inner strength encouraged by every story and adventure. And so, um, you know, right now they have a few things on there already, like with some some healthy snacks, which they had before, but now they're linking it with the Fuel Your Force. Um, they're going to be encouraging people to share their own jur- um, journey using the hashtag Fuel Your Force and, and Star, hashtag Star Wars. And I found on their website they have something pretty cool and inspirational to get your mind going on having creating your new journey. The light. It's always been there. Listen to the heart that beats inside you. To the flow of your breath. Feel the energy that connects you. To everything, to all of us. Focus on the journey ahead, driven by destiny. To your own horizon, your pathway, fueled by the force. Yeah, so I uh, would recommend if you get a chance to go to StarWars.com and look at their their information on the Fuel Your Force and, and see what they have. And I think it's going to be an exciting year to be watching for that. And uh, on a personal level, it did inspire me to say, you know, I really need to come up with uh, another more definitive journey for myself to to continue that self-improvement last year we had the uh, half marathon that we Mm -hmm. were you know at at new year's we decided to train for that and so i think it's you know time to you know i know we look at you know oh new year's resolutions and do they you know would you probably break them or whatever but you know trying to put something together to really make yourself better and what better way to do it than star wars star wars so Encouraged by Yoda. Right, know. right. But, you know, um, and as they mentioned on their site, they, you know, they have some really powerful music to help 
get you motivated for exercising and everything. And, and I love their pictures of, you know, even showing kids getting involved and, and, you know, fueling their force. There's a cool little video there. There was a bunch of people working out in various different ways and uh, kind of weaved in with some Star Wars footage as well as obviously the great John Williams score that you heard there. Uh, Really cool video there. It's the first time I've seen it. Uh, Michelle told me that we're going to do this. I hadn't seen it, uh, but it's really cool. So, anyways, just news and tip at the same time. I love it. I love it. <laughs> but you, I do have another tip. You know, I was going to say, is that, it? is that your tip? <laughs> no, no. Uh, no, that's great. Another great story. And yes, uh, time to get motivated. I myself need to get re-motivated again as well as we get into the new year. Um, I need to start scheduling a new race to be doing. I know we have a small race. We're right. doing a, Actually, we're doing a race in Universal in, uh, in uh, Los Angeles. Right. They're doing their first ever Minion Run, which is going to be kind of fun. It's just a 5K, but right. it's going to be kind of fun to do that right, and see right. what how Universal handles it compared to how Disney does it. So that's going to be uh, kind of interesting. Um, oh, by the way, I, I forgot to mention this. I can't believe I didn't mention this when we, I was talking about the Run Disney races. Is that uh, you know, If you noticed as I was going through there, unfortunately, still no Disneyland right. races. Uh, you know, maybe that that will they'll be added later on. Uh, but so far, we were kind of hoping that 2020, with some of the construction being done and everything, that maybe they would open up uh, some of the races again. Uh, but as of yet, nothing. So maybe 2021. Maybe we'll hear something later in the year. Maybe they just aren't sure yet, right, and right. they'll. Maybe release something at D23 Expo or something. Who knows? Sure. But uh, we were kind of hoping, but not yet. Just uh, just keep hoping out there. Keep In hope. the meantime, do the virtual runs and get out there to the Walt Disney World run Disney races. Exactly. So, those are our Disney stories of the week. Uh, we never leave you without wrapping it up with some vacation tips to help you on your way, whether you're heading to the Walt Disney World Resort, whether you're heading to the Disneyland Resort, Disney Cruise Line, Run Disney's we just talked about, whatever it may be. We try and give you a little tip to go out on so you can be ready for whatever vacation, whenever it's coming up. And we always start with Michelle. One, because it's always ladies first, <laughs> but two, because she's wonderful, beautiful, Aww. fantastic, my little elf, um, and she has the best tips. So without any further ado, let's please get to Michelle's tip of the week. Uh, you are way too kind, baby. Well, thank you very, very much. Um, so if you're an adult and you're going to Disney World with your kids, but you, you still want to have maybe like at least one adult night out on the town, you can treat your kids to a fun evening of their own at Pixar Play Zone in the Contemporary Resort. So uh, your kids won't mind you dropping them off there because there are tons of fun activities they have there. They, you know, it's all on the Pixar theme. So they have like Woody's Roundup where you're taught the ways of the Wild West and Space Ranger training where you'll learn how to identify and battle enemies of Star Command. And then uh, you can build a race car. I was going to say NASCAR. Race car (laughs) uh, to put to the test in the Piston Cup Challenge. (laughs) And uh, they also uh, top the evening off with an Incredibles dance party. And there's also character greetings there. So, and... Dinner and dessert is included. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. So um, they have this experience each night from 6 to 1030. They do start opening uh, registration at 5. Um, the Fabulous Night is for kids that are completely potty trained, ages 4 to 12. Reservations are highly recommended. And that you can find it on the Disney World website, but it's 407-824-KIDS. 
The cost is uh, $65 plus tax per kid. Um, but considering that it's a lot of activities for them, they do get fed as well. Uh, and it gives you a chance as an adult, you know, to go out and, you know, paint the town at Walt Disney World. Uh, it's a great option, I think. Yeah, that sounds like a lot of fun. And you know, like you said, yeah, it gives you a chance to do some adult things some do some adulting at the, par- or at the parks or on the resorts uh, while the kids are having a good old time and not missing a beat of having fun while they're there. So, right, right. Yeah. So it's, you know, I mean, I mean, if you think of what the, I mean, the cost of it, if you think of what the cost for, if you were going to do the same thing with like babysitting right, service, one, they're not like, getting yeah. nearly as much uh, impact, as much right. fun, as much activity, uh, you know, for, but it probably is at least the same price if not even more or you could go out just for a few hours just to go out to dinner or whatever and just have a romantic night to the two of you sure so not bad that's not bad like that it's a good tip thank you good tip as i always say (laughs) michelle always has the best tips i've got two quick good ones i got two quick tips for you and they're not very good this week (laughs) um but my first tip is that uh, i just want to tell you if you if you're going to see a show um whether it be some of the nighttime spectaculars at either the Disneyland Resort or the Walt Disney World Resort, pay attention to your schedule. And if you see a show and it's repeating later in the night, go to the second show. There's many reasons to do this. One, uh, you're going to get a better spot. When the first show ends, a lot of times, whether it be a fireworks spectacular, if they do happen to show two, they usually show one, but they do show twice. But like Fantasmic or some of the parades or once World of Color gets going again, hopefully sometime soon. Uh, Once World of Color gets going in, a lot of times they'll have those two shows during the night. And believe me, and once the first show goes, it's like, okay, most people are like, that's it, we're done. We're heading out. We're going back to our resort. We're going back to our home, whatever it may be. So uh, it opens up a lot of great spots to actually watch it. You don't have to sit out there for all these hours to find spots, especially if you know if it's like only an hour or so later. If you're ready to pounce as soon as those people leave, you're going to get the best spot there is and right. ready to go. Uh, secondly, when all these people are gathering for these events, it's a great time to go and like go eat because there's a lot of people sure. gathering for the parades, gathering for a Fantasmic, gathering for World of Color or whatever. So the lines are a little bit shorter a lot of times at the eating establishments right. around. And also, you know, some of the attractions too. Not always that way, but some of the attractions, the lines will dip a little bit those times. So just be aware of what the schedule is for the day, whether you're looking at the apps from the Disneyland app, the Walt Disney World Resort app, or uh, whether you just get the paper handouts. Right. Find out when they're scheduled. See if there's two. And if you can make it work, if the little ones can stay up a little bit longer and you can go to the second one believe me it, it is really worth your time to be there just a little bit longer and do that second right one. that's a great great tip actually so that's my quick tip of the week my real tip of the week though is look it's it's christmas it's holiday season take the time spend it with your loved ones uh you know, especially the little ones, they're only going to be little for so long. I take advantage of that time, those Christmas mornings, those Christmas Eve nights, Christmas dinners, whatever with them, because, uh, it, you know, it's going to get away from you eventually. Uh, you know, you're going to wonder where that time went. So take advantage of now. Live in the now, you know, and, and really enjoy this time with your family because uh, you just don't know what tomorrow will bring. So, uh, you know, it's the holiday season. It's a joyous time and really, really enjoy that time with your family this week. That's an awesome message that we can all take, you know, and, and it is a really important message that, you know, life can be short and life can be rough, you know, and when we can just really focus and live in the moment and take the enjoyment of that time, it's awesome. Soak it all in. Just sit back in Christmas morning and just at one point, 
as the kids are opening the presents or, you know, going through the stocking or whatever it may be, just sit back, just lean back and just take it all in. Don't be on your phone. Don't take pictures. Just, just visualize and just see how wonderful it is. The, the, the pure joy from childhood of them opening the presents. And you just remember that, you know, I mean, if the, your child's say five, okay, they're only going to be five at Christmas this one year. Next year it'll be six. Okay, but they're only going to be six for one year at Christmas. Right. You know, take in like, oh, this was five. This was six. Just enjoy that. Don't worry about what's coming in the future. Don't worry what happened in the past. Just enjoy the moment. And that is my big tip of the week. And that's an awesome tip. So it's a great tip. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah, well, my pleasure. And uh, that's it for this week. Uh, but I hope we all have a wonderful holiday. We love you all. Quick question. Did anybody get the clue that you brought up at last? I haven't heard yet, but they're just screening Mary Poppins Returns just uh, now. So no one's gotten back to us yet, but I, we do still want to hear this. If you haven't listened to our last episode, one, you should. Even <laughs> if you already watched Mary Poppins Return, go back and listen to our last episode and see what we thought about Mary Poppins Return. But we also have some other stuff that we liked anyway um, in within that episode. Um, but the, one of the th- things I put out there is that during the very first song, uh, there is a piece of it that relates right to one of Michelle's favorite all-time tips. If you've listened to the show, you've heard in the past, and we're looking for somebody out there to, if you, when you, just raise your hand to us, say, hi, I saw it, I know what it is, and, you know, claim, let us know what it was, because uh, it, it was one of the great moments when we were watching the movie, that we're like, oh, oh! I've said that. Yeah, so, um, it's one of our favorite tips. It's, it's one of Michelle's best tips, actually. Oh. It's, it's the simplest tip, but it is one of the best tips. Yeah. So well, thank you. I uh, hope hopefully somebody will get take will uh, catch it. Right. Yes. I'm sure they will. I'm yeah. sure they will. I know there's some of the some of our listeners out there who Rob who have been <laughs> listening to this podcast since day one, Amy. Uh, that you know, I, and many of you out. I'm not singling them out, but um, many of you out there, you've been with us since day one, and I know that you know what this is, and you're going to pick it out once you see the movie. And uh, I'm looking forward to hearing from you because it's it's, it's a fun moment. It's a- uh, so that's our Christmas show. Thank you again for joining us. Uh, next week, we're wrapping up 2018. So we're going to do the Disney year in review. Nice. And we want to know what your favorite Disney moment of the year was. Uh, maybe you can share that with us and we'll share that just like we shared the gift uh, thing this year with some, from so many of you out there. Um, let us know what your favorite Disney moment of the year was. And we're going to go through a lot of Disney moments that happened during the year. If there's something that you remember that you want us to make sure we cover, uh, feel free to send that to us as well. Absolutely. So this that'll be a fun topic and we, we really relish hearing from you all and hearing some things um, that, that were important to you or fun to you. That episode may take three hours because so much stuff happened Disney-wise this last year. That may be a three-hour episode. No, yeah. I, I will make sure it isn't. But there is so much stuff uh, that it's going to be a fun episode and interesting to comb through all the Disney things that we've probably forgotten even happened this last right, year. So right. that'll be fun. So uh, thank you for finding us. If you want to contact us, give us your favorite Disney moment of the last year. Find out if you find Michelle's tip, please find us on social media. We're on Twitter at Hyperion Podcast, Facebook and Instagram at Hyperion Adventures Podcast. And you can always email us 
at HyperionAdventuresPodcast at gmail.com. If you know, we don't have any stories coming out right now on WDW News Today, but you never know. If someone may pop up, we'll let you know if we're out there. But you should check out WDW News Today from time to time, WDWNT.com. Uh, if you want to listen to this podcast, you found us today. Thank you for finding us today. You can find us in the future on 1057max.com under the Max Plus tab and as well as on the Max FM app. You can subscribe to us. That's the best way to get us on iTunes and Google Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher. And if you are subscribing, or even if you just pop in and listen to the, just this single episode or a couple episodes, uh, tell a friend about us. It really helps so much. Or and better yet, if you can give us a little rating, you know, just click on the stars there, however many you think is appropriate. And if you have a little more time, a review really helps so many people that are Disney fans out there learn about this podcast. Right. And it also gives us feedback of what we can do to make it a better podcast for you. Absolutely. That's exactly the way we feel. We want this to be the best Disney podcast we could possibly make it and have it be something that you all enjoy. So thank you for listening again to the Hyperion Adventures podcast. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. Have a wonderful time with your family and your friends and the the whole season. I hope it's a wonderful one for you. Absolutely. Happy holidays. And we're so touched that you joined us. Yes. We look forward to sharing some more time with you again next week. Until that time, I'm Tom. I'm Michelle. And we hope that you have a magical Christmas 